Welcome back. Two Dads, One Dut, The Hot Takes Podcast, episode 39. We're on air officially. Uh, It's the girthy football season two premiere, full throttle. Charlie's Angels 2. That's where the reference came. Hello. Uh, Yeah, so those of you that have been with us for the entire journey, you know every now and then we're going to throw a football pot at you. And let's be honest, we haven't done one all off season. The draft just ended. It feels like a perfect time to recap some of the old football stories from the NFL. We're going sports mode. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get started with the pod, as always, we are going to have Travis tell us who is sponsoring this pod. Uh, this pod, the Girthy Football Season 2, is sponsored by MVP Lanes. Uh, whether you're a toddler, whether you're an adult, if you're looking for somewhere fun to go and bowl, go to MVP Lanes. Look no further. It is your classic bowling facility, not a fun entertainment center, but you can have fun there. Even okay. Though, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I might need to change that wording up. Uh, it is freshly remodeled. Inside, you will find the beautiful Bruner's Pub. Uh, home of the Fort Wayne's First Bottoms Up system. Collect 10 Bruner's Pub magnets on every beer. The 11th beer is on the house. Bruner's Pub, MVP Lanes. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google, Pandora, Amazon. You name it, we're on it. Listen to us. And as always, subscribe, smash the like button. Yeah. Oh, give us a review. Let us yeah. know what we're doing. So if you guys could, all you beautiful listeners, uh, if you could take 10 to 15 seconds to like actually do the thing where you give us like one star or five stars, hopefully it's five, could be four, and then write a review, that would be awesome. It greatly helps us out, apparently, through the algorithm. And just letting us know how we're doing, if that, we're connecting with you guys, because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. We're yeah. here for you. Here for you, people. Dude, that's one dot. Bring us in. Play us in. All right, two dads, one dut, the Hot Takes podcast coming in with the girthy football. As always, I'm your one dut, Justin Dutteroy. I'm one of the dads. I'm Travis. Hello. <laughs> I'm the other dad, Skur Dad, Brandon Brenner. 2D1D. Here we go. Uh, so we're going to do all things football this week because it is girthy football, season two. We are. How else would you want it? Uh. But I'm going to be honest, before we start, we get into anything, because I, I was a little confused about it. We're going to start with just Carson Wentz does, in fact, suck. Uh, and I no want it doesn't. I want right. it now. I want it now, and I want to get it out of the way. So Well, you did. It's not on the board. Nope. Before we do our worst than the best. So here it is. Hear me out. Okay. Carson Wentz sucks. How? Why? The Colts, all the Colts fans seem to confirm it after the Matt Ryan trade. Correct me if I'm How? wrong. How? What they, is there to confirm? They like Matty Ice. Confirm? What's there to confirm about Matty Ice? Greater than there. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Super Bowl ring. Matt Ryan, no Super Bowl ring. Uh, Big Dick Nick won that Super Bowl. But anyways. But does Carson Wentz have one? It's just my question. Uh, it's a participation trophy. But he has participation one? Participation ring. But he has one? Technically. Isn't there a cool. lot of room between sucking and Matt Ryan is greater? Like there's no room in between there? We'll hear. So I wrote Read down me the numbers from last year, and then tell me. Super busy. So the uh, <laughs> the Colts sent. How convenient. <laughs> yeah, they they sent Wentz a second and a seventh to the now Washington Commanders for a second, third, and another third that could become a second. They flipped one of those thirds into Matt Ryan, which I think was a great 
little play they did. I'm not saying that's not a genius GM move. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> here's where it gets weird. I still am very baffled at why the Colts don't understand how the last time they just absolutely decided to go tank mode, that turned into Andrew Luck. And then what I think people even forget still is in the third round, they got a little guy named T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, he is little. Suck one year, man. It sounds like it's going to turn out pretty good for you. But there's no Andrew Luck that's no. coming up in the draft. But I understand that. Like and you have Peyton to get Manning, super and lucky. It was Andrew Luck. <laughs> yes, it's and two. those were the two. Like, I'm not saying the Colts got those two. No, I'm saying those were the two guys that were coming out that everybody was like, for sure, locks can't miss. And the Colts just happened to get both yeah. of them. Luck was compared to Peyton in terms of the can't miss prospect. Yeah. Oh, I understand. Like, if you ranked all-time prospects that panned out the way they should have or the trajectory they were on, Peyton and Luck are in the top five, maybe top three. You know yeah. why this that strategy is just absolutely egregiously dumb? Go ahead. I'm ready. It's a Hot Takes podcast. Because, one, you're wearing a Cleveland's jersey. I'm a Lions fan. We do this a lot. What? Suck. Hey, I don't care. To get a good and it's not that easy just to be like, okay, 16 games. We're not going to play hard. We're going to lose. Next guy, franchise, get in here. Fuck it. Sounds like <laughs> nowadays the organization's like, we'll pay you to suck. And the Colts are still just like, what if we just keep getting like game managers? Though? Is that cool? Let's just do that. Go like nine and eight now. Was nine and seven? Like Are you the saying Colts that right? Suck and Carson Wentz doesn't suck. So I know <laughs> what you're trying to say right now is what I just heard. Anyways, so the only other thing I had on it is I just wanted to rank their last three serviceable game manager QB moves. Uh, Philip Rivers, I gave a C minus, and that is strictly because he went to the playoffs, which I didn't even realize. So he was going to get a D. Uh, Carson Wentz F, and then I give Ryan a C minus because I predict that. What? He, I predict, he has to get a TBD, dude. No, I predict that he's going to do the exact same thing Philip Rivers did. How do you get a D in your equation? Only because if Don't you go were going to give him an F, but he got a C, Philip Rivers, for going to the playoffs, even though they got housed the first game, mm -hmm. the Colts were one game away from going to the playoffs. So you could argue that is the closest thing to getting to the playoffs. So shouldn't that be a D? No, F. Not making the playoffs, F. <laughs> Big fat F. <laughs> Carson Wentz sucks. Okay, I'm done. Rain over. Again, last thing, though. <laughs> Rain over. There it, <laughs> is. there it is. Classic. We'll I have it any other way. I have an asterisk here. I need, and this asterisk. is last time I will say it until the season starts, then I'll say it again. His 11-game MVP almost winning season was the most lightning-in-a-bottle thing. I'm going to do the math and bring it up later. I don't know if I've ever if there's ever been anything close to it. I can tell you right now there has been, and it was Baker Mayfield last year. Lightning in a bottle. It was Cam there Newton's MVP year. Boom, no, last year Baker is. sucked. He was hurt. His last Stay year, tuned. Past year, but <laughs> the year before that. Exactly. All of a sudden they made the playoffs. And, oh, Baker, we're going back to glory. I respect it. Cam Newton is an average quarterback. So I'm just saying and he, had, take. And he had one season I'm as he was an MVP. right now that if you're comparing one year of greatness – to one player's one year and what they did. Yeah. You're confusing you yourself. Gotta, no, then you got to compare Carson Wentz to Baker Mayfield. And if you're so hard on Hunt, Carson Wentz sucks. Ipso facto, you are saying Baker Mayfield sucks. I already have this beat. So last, last thing. Call me when Carson Wentz plays a whole season at an MVP level. Thank you. Bye. He did. He got hurt. He got hurt. And 11, Baker played the whole season. Hurt. At, and it cost him $100 million. And then he got hurt, right? Give me the season. And then he got hurt, right? <laughs> Idiot. Glory. Last forever. Well, Shane Falco said it. Heroes. <laughs> Legends. What is it? Heroes. 
No, it's uh, Pain Heels. Chicks get so- no, I know chicks what he said. Scars. What's one where something lives forever, legends never die? Buddy. Heroes get remembered, legends never die. <laughs> Sandlot. Yeah. Jesus, you on, fucking man. degenerate. All right. Overrated movie. Moving on. Worse than the best. Whoa. <laughs> there, that might be a hot take. That's a hot take for a later day. Wait, All right, we'll now we're when the World Series comes around. <laughs> we're getting back. We're getting back to the Heartland here. Little <laughs> yeah. duty one D staple here. You're welcome. Worst best. Don't care what it is. We're gonna give it to you every week. Football edition. I have two of them. You want me to go first? Yeah, because I don't know what this means. The worst <laughs> best football edition. Okay, so the worst. My first one is more of a. What do you want to say? Like the real one, the serious one. It's the optic around Deshaun Watson being a Cleveland fan. So I say the optic around him because. If you go on a simple Google search and watch some of these trial videos, holy comical Deshaun Watson, you're a fucking idiot. I don't, or is he a genius? I respectfully. Don't, I, respectfully. Respectfully. I don't know if a lawyer, like you can just see he's like teeing these questions up to him and he just knows he's just knocking them out of the park. So the lawyer's like, we talked about it a little bit. Deshaun, so you're an NFL level quarterback. Uh, you have a whole organization behind you. Um, did you ask them for any, you know, research or help for who a masseuse you should get? No, no, sir. Uh, yeah. So a lot of people at the facility, a lot of people do good work, licensed, um, you know, doctors, you decided to drive an hour, half hour and a half away to, uh, see just some girl. Yes, sir. Some masseuse. (laughs) Yeah. Masseuse. And he's, they're like, uh, license. I don't know, sir. I didn't check. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, and then repeat that for 20 different sessions. And you're like, Deshaun, this is bad. You gotta, can't blame stupid. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my worst. Uh, first one. Second one. Duck can relate to this. I hope it's Kyle's horrible fantasy league point system. It's gotta go. I'm gonna do a survey on it because it's fucking trash. No quarterback should score sixty to a hundred points. It doesn't matter if they do or don't do it because everybody's doing it. So it's just called strategy when you're drafting. That was your first time in it. I get it, but now you know about it. So draft better. I'm sorry you want a cookie. <laughs> the cutter. more you know. I'm sorry you want to be in <laughs> a cookie you know. cutter lead where everything is standard. So you know how to draft standard leagues. Yeah. Cool, buddy. Try something different, bud. Maybe I'm just a traditionalist. Out, Maybe you are I, not. You are absolutely not. This pod clearly indicates that you are not a traditionalist and you like things outside the box. Okay. But you come to this one league and it just blows your mind. You shouldn't have people scoring a hundred points. Like it doesn't matter. I get it. It matters to me. Patty Mahomes scores it 80 points. To me. Patty Mahomes scores eighty points. Well, guess what? Russell Wilson will score seventy two. Joe Burrow will score sixty eight. Like it, you have Carson people Wentz, that are in there. Carson Wentz will put up thirty eight. No, it's like grading on a fucking curve or something. It just it fucks everything all to hell and I hate it. But it's a curve that everybody's on. Everybody's mm-hmm. on the curve. I wasn't. That's the point of the curve. I was not on it. It helps everybody. I don't like How it. How about you Google grading on a curve before you fucking just smash it to well, the ground? First I gotta it helps Google out everybody. I gotta Google why his fantasy league sucks so much ass. If anything, the curve ruins the person who has the highest score. I rest my case. Okay. <laughs> Those are my worst. Yeah, so uh, my worst, and again, I'm glad that we go up until time because my worst is going to be that Carson Wentz take. <laughs> that is right. That is terrible. I am completely <laughs> shifting gears from what I wrote down here and just saying that is terrible. It was an awful way to start this pod. It had no context, and you are going to eat crow. Uh, that was my worst, and it's over. So here's the thing. What are you going to do when he does, in fact, suck in Washington? When he wins the NFC East, am I? What am I going to do when NFC Matt least? Ryan doesn't make the playoffs next year? The exact same thing. So then you're going to say Matt Ryan sucks. 
Is this going to be a Matt Ryan? You already have one year? public apology on record on this pod apologizing to Carson Wentz. It's a long season, boys. Let's let's buckle up. Yeah. So are you going to start a Matt Ryan sucks campaign? No. Why not? Because Matt Ryan's nice. Carson Wentz sucks. <laughs> Buddy, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. Twenty-eight to a, three. Dude, that's a personal event. Get that yeah. out right now. I'll get a T-shirt made. Debt, what's your worst football coming soon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, man, it's if it's football related, has to be. Yeah, and then it's just the Bears rebuild. It's going to yeah. be a bad year. Yes, I feel it. Thank God you I admitted it. it. I feel it. When a team, even when they're rebuilding, is trash, like that's when you know it sucks. I just. I think my you know my worst is I just feel bad for Justin Fields. Your brother said nine and eight at worst. <laughs> he had one or two. <laughs> he had one or two. He had one or two. Uh, no, nah, I just feel bad for Justin Fields, man. Like last yeah. year was a waste. I don't. Like should have just yeah. sat him all year. No reason to play him if you're not gonna at least make a scheme for him. Yeah. And then now it's like, yeah, bud. Nagy didn't give a shit. We're just doing a complete overhaul of every single thing, and then. Your number one target, yeah, he's gone. See, Allen, want to let let you know that we're not going to give you. Oh, Byron Pringle, you got him. Yes. Oh wait, he's DUI. You don't got him. <laughs> Ooh. <Sick. laughs> Jail. Jail's got him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our, well, our football PVOs they are they're low, so now we'll get them high. It's so low. Let's get high on football. Mine is, and I have it here as I <laughs> live and breathe. Football fucks. <laughs> I fucking love football. <laughs> it's great. Uh, fantasy drafts. <clears throat> One would argue I, we talked about you it at work a little bit. Drafts. No, I love them. No, I love them, dude. Especially, I just hate Kyle's league scores. <laughs> but, dude. Trash. He does. He literally told me last week, like, verbatim. He goes, dude, this, I know we talk about, like, we're in too many leagues sometimes. We cut that. But I just love fantasy drafts. When yeah. I used to play Madden as a kid, I would just do fantasy drafts. And then when I was done building my team, half the time I'd just delete it and start over. I'd be like, you know what? I bet I could draft better this time. Yeah, you just freaking let the computer play out the game. Oh, it's dude. There's something about fantasy drafts. There. Until you make the Super Bowl, and then you're like, all right, I'll play that one. Yeah, I'll play that one. I'll play that one. I did a good job. I'm a good GM. Yeah, it's my best football. It's good. Yeah, football's back, almost. Uh, so mine will pretty much just lead into the draft, even though we still have a little Dutch best here. But it's just yeah. the Lions drafting the best player in the draft, Aiden Hutchinson. They did. Shout out. I have a... I don't know what... I have something on that. Grading scale you are on that Aiden Hutchinson was the best player in the draft, but he was Eyeballs. Not. Love That's that you said eyeballs. that. So I don't know because you're on the Twitter sphere uh, pretty heavily like I am. There were so many sports people and just like fans and just how everybody comes out of the woodwork to judge you. Somebody came out with an article that said Aiden Hutchinson technically on paper had like the best stats against like the Bosa brothers... Like all these premier edge rushers, so they're like, in theory, he's primed to be the guy in the league. People just ripped this guy, and they're like, you don't understand like how this works. He hasn't seen a single down, and it's like, you understand from what I'm talking about. I'm just saying when you compare a number to another number, yeah. he beat them. Right. Well, it's that's what everybody does. If yeah. You look at Projections, grades, numbers, and then you look at Alabama's defensive ends numbers. Somebody was better. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's more of the uh, what's that saying you want to say? It's the sum of the parts. It's not. It's not just one guy. Well, he just literally said it was one guy, and he was the best guy. He was. Yeah. <laughs> he was. And he's on my team. It's my best. He's from Michigan. I hate him, but he Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, I agree. But yeah. we've had this conversation. I've talked to multiple of my buddies. When you go into the league, your college colors don't matter to me. 
Yeah. You can play for Ohio State, and if you get drafted to the Lions, I'm all on board. And and let's do it. Unless your name is, uh, what's the corner? Jeff Okuda. Yeah. We don't like him. Well, he has to play. Well, he has to play first. He's a slot guy. I get it. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Well, it's not yet. It's not yet. <laughs> oh. Jeez. <laughs> Man, half a Bud Light Lyman. Woo. <laughs> Spinning. Uh, what's your best? I'm just going to. I'm going to hate on everybody's team is going to be my favorite part of watching football. Because you're some <laughs> men just like to watch the yeah. world burn. I just want to watch the world burn. I'm hating on everybody's team. Everybody's getting the fucking work. <laughs> I already know. You can come at me. That's fine. I know my team's going to be dog shit. I love it. But don't let your team mess up. I almost have to be like your wingman or your Robin to the Batman because of Justin Fields. Like, I just don't <laughs> want him to fucking bomb. Like... I just, oh, it's going to be so sad to watch. Don't let him have a 200-yard throwing and a 100-yard-plus rushing He's game. an Ohio oh, State quarterback, nuts. man. They are busts in the NFL. Troy Smith. Bust. Backup <laughs> for the Ravens. Came in for a few garbage quarters. Are you nuts? Are you a bust if you don't get a chance? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's yeah. the best and the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Football edition. Let's put that one in the books or put a pen in the cap. That's nope. <laughs> nope. Let's just put a pin in it. Put a pin put in a it. Put a pin in it. Yeah. What do we got next? Skirt ad. You you came up with it. Yeah, I did. Like I said in my best, it's gonna lead <laughs> us right into it. This is just all things crap. <laughs> and I'm getting cut off. Segment change. Here his we bitterness go. is already seeping over, folks. <laughs> Woo! Little Dut and his Bears Nation are just irate. Chomping at the bit. <laughs> it was not a great draft, I'll tell you that. Yeah. We address needs that we didn't need, but I mean, if you're doing an entire overall, it's needs everywhere. Yeah. Just. Uh, no, so I think the biggest thing for me with the over, like if we're doing like an overview kind of a mile away from the draft and looking at it. Physically or like? Oh, no, you have to be literally a mile away to see what I'm about to talk about. Okay. Yeah. That's how big the picture is. Um, this comes out, Lions had the best draft. I'm going to lose that <laughs> shit. No. Because I'm a realist, man. All right, there it is. I've okay. never pumped the lines when they didn't need to be pumped. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna know from this conversation <laughs> here. I'm actually on the opposite end of that. Woo. However, I don't know. Like for the longest time, they talked about the most valuable position or asset in the NFL is the quarterback on the rookie contract. Mm -hmm. Correct. And Correct. I don't know if that is getting replaced with the wide receiver. Hundred percent, it is. And I was talking to my cousin prior to the draft. And he was saying there's going to be he, – he wanted to set the over-under on one and a half quarterbacks in the first round. I'm like, dude, you're stupid. I was like, there's going to be three minimum. There always is. Right. Somebody's going to draft up. Everybody reaches. Everybody's going to get – you know, their butthole's going to pucker because they don't want to miss out on the next huge thing. Right. And there was one. And not yeah. only was there one, but the next one didn't come till the third round. Love it. And these wide receivers were just popping off. Uh-huh. And it's like, I get it, man. These you're guys are fast, but – I, you just wonder, like, when's the next position going to come where it's like, okay, you were lights out for four years. Now I just don't want to pay, and I'm just going to go to the draft. Is it going to be corner? You know, is it going to be linebacker? Like, what's the next position? Because it was quarterback. And it's we're still – the quarterback's the best. I'm not sitting here saying yeah. it's not. But, like, I have it written down here. There's, like, six primo – and I say primo in air quotes – veteran wide receivers that still aren't signed. Yeah. So I was actually thinking about it, and I was hoping that's where you'd take it. I do think the tide is shifting from QB to wide receiver because what organizations are trying to do is essentially lock up a surefire, a Tyreek Hill, one of those guys, 
and then within that five-year contract, draft somebody that's just a fucking stud. That's yeah. just an Andrew Luck right off the rip that's like, I don't know what sort of moxie you have, but the second you walk in this building, we're getting 11 wins. And I don't know how, but you're just going to will us to that. Yeah. yeah I just I think it was like, uh, I was reading an article that was like, uh, everybody's like starting to follow like the Bengals pick, which is like almost similar to what the Lions did where they just drafted a wide receiver with the first round pick like every year. Yeah. But then Spoiler, the Bengals did it. Didn't work out. Yeah. But then the Bengals <laughs> One out of five. It. Yeah. But then the Bengals did it, and then they finally got Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they had the weapons around him, so when Joe Burrow stepped in, he was ready like, to okay, go. He's ready to go with pieces. Yeah. Whereas now everybody's like, okay, if I trade up to get a quarterback, now you're risking the franchise, and it's going to be devastated if it doesn't work out. Exactly. I Mitch Trubisky. I Ooh. hate it, but you know, you yeah. give up the house and the farm to get him, and then for one pick, for one pick. <laughs> It was like three to two. one pick that they weren't even going to pick them. No, and that's like, okay, all right. That's cool. what's crazy, too. Okay, so I have here, because we're doing draft stuff. We are. I have a theory. Do we live in an era where you could actually trick an organization into draft, drafting somebody? And I put, uh, i.e., like Reddit influencing GameStop and uh, AMC, but with college players. Uh, I think you I don't think we can with like stock and like values and things like that, just because like there's so many scouts and stuff out there. Right. But I think GMs trick other GMs into drafting players. Yeah. I.e. the Lions. Oh yeah, like they they put out the smoke screens where you know oh we're thinking about this guy or you know we hate this guy because yeah at the end of the day they're not gonna do it because they spend I would imagine millions of dollars on private investigators, scouts, all yeah. these people to know. Yeah. So they're not changing it. But, yeah, they absolutely could probably get an organization. I mean, it's the same thing in every sport. I mean, you could look at probably the three or four worst teams in the NBA and the NFL, and teams just basically pick on them because they yeah. know their GMs are just going to make stupid moves. So they're like, let's fleece you in a trade. Let's get you to think that we're going to take this guy so you take the wrong guy. Which, and then, like, you get the number one pick, but you don't know what to pick. You ever Jaguars. Watch draft day. Yeah, a lot. Well, okay, and so that's what – I'm glad you uh, brought up the number one pick and uh, the Jags. So they take the dude from Georgia who wasn't even the best guy on his own team, but that's where I have for my hot take is the Bamas, the Georgias, Clemsons, and I put maybe Ohio State, but probably not, are smoke and mirrors for the pros. Um, and I put here, when your worst offensive defensive player is the opposing team's best grade-wise, like uh, ranking you know, one out of five stars, it's skewed results. So it's like you're a juggernaut because – all 11 dudes are fucking four or five star guys. Well, then you're going to go to the NFL where it's the cream of the crop. And it's like, oh, because you don't have just crazy talent across the board, like elite, elite NFL people. Now, all of a sudden you're exposed. Well, I would, I would say it's not necessary that you don't have elite people around you because they do. The difference is, is that in college, you're not playing against 12 elite guys when you're Bama, yeah. when you're Clemson. So now you're playing against a team that's, I mean, even the Jaguars, and we're talking about the, the worst teams in the NFL, yeah. still have talent that you're not used to seeing week in and week out. 100%. But it's just one of those where you get to that level and it's like where you thought you were really awesome. Now everybody's really fucking awesome around you. So it's like you don't shine the way I think a lot of them probably think they're going to. And maybe there's some mental aspect to it. I don't know. I but, just think like recently they have gotten better like the alabamas and the georgias like transferring from college to the league 
Yeah. Now you're starting to see it more. But then at the same time, it's just like you're going to have those anomalies where everybody's like, yeah, there's going to be one player that's really good from USC that's just going to be a stud because he's a stud. He plays D1. He's going to go out there. So glad you said that because this brings into the first ever 2D1D parlay hot take. I don't even know what that means, but all right. Nobody Nobody does. Parlay the first hot take into this hot take. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) So... That helps me prove my case uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I wasn't sure how we were going to like figure that all in, but I think right now is the time. I don't know how we did either. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, yeah. It should actually uh, make him like the Pactor- Packers draft process and thinking. Um, a lot of top NFL players come from powerhouse schools but aren't always known for football. So I say that because they're always pissed like you didn't draft an offensive weapon in the first round, blah, 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 blah. Well, I uh, went and did some research. So I won't go over everything, but I did edge, corner, and linebacker for the defense, and then I did wide receiver because that's obviously what they're always pissed about that he doesn't draft. Do you want to take a guess how many out of the top 14 wide receivers, so the top 14 arguably in the league right now, were number one draft picks? Like first-round draft picks, you mean? First round. That are in the league right now? Because I did 14 of like the The top top 14 wide receivers right now. How many are drafted in the first round? Yep. Four. I would say four. Five. So, and this is what, <laughs> but this is where it gets to, uh, it really put Can it into Can you per- name them? No, it went into perspective for me. How many went in the first round as edge rushers, the top 10 in the league right now, arguably? Wait, hold on. Before you go into this, so like when you said top 14 mm-hmm. wide receivers, we're going based just off of 2022? Just and I guess what like we would what say. stat? So, yeah, like when, like yards, touchdowns. Or is this just last year? So it's, do you want me to read them? I mean, the point will probably still hold up. I just don't know what. No, I'm just saying if it's like last year, who was the best wide receivers in the league and where they were drafted. I mean, you're looking at Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. You know what I mean? Like No, it, people were like they helped right for sure. But yeah. I mean, Devontae Adams, second round. Yeah. Cooper Cup, third round. Debo, second round. Stephon Diggs, fifth round. Like, I put out here Adam Thielen. He, for a while there, he was going to be kind of the guy. Hooked on a- Undrafted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then to take it back to the defensive side where everybody's like, God, why does, you know, Green Bay keep doing this top 10 ed- edge rushers, arguably how many are, uh, number one or first round draft picks seven, all 10 <laughs> corner next question. Yeah. Cornerbacks, uh, out of the 10, how many were first round draft picks? There's a few that are bust. So I'm going to say six, seven. eight, uh, on the linebackers, how many were in the first round out of 10, 10, nine. Four. Four? So the linebackers, I mean, they usually go yeah. in the second, third. Well, that's what happened, yeah. But still, it kind of shows you. Nicobe in Dean. a I just think in a nice little what do you microscope of it, it's like. Dylan Rogers is shut up. Yeah, like Green Bay is actually kind of probably making the smarter play here. Like, it makes sense. Sorry. But are they drafting edge rushers, corners, linebackers, or are they drafting offensive linemen, quarterbacks? Right, running backs because the only offensive weapon the players that aren't on the well, that was the, but that was the fun stat they pulled up where it was the only offensive player they've drafted in the first round over Aaron Rodgers' entire tenure was Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, man, that's a real uh, middle finger to you, my buddy. And it sparked him to have an MVP season. Yeah, geniuses. So, but again, all that to say, just with is the hot, what, is that what they're playing for? Oh MVP yeah, MVP season. <laughs> That's what we're playing for. Well, they thought maybe we'll, we'll we'll light the fire. Maybe you get us over the edge. Or is or the he hum- the genius just holding him hostage? Wow. Well, yeah. He's, he's not just, winning. And he's just 
doing everything he can to be the guy <laughs> and then just getting all the money is like, all right, man, if you were going to pay for players when I was here, you're going to pay me to play and I'm going to win you games. I'm going to get to the playoffs and then we're fucking losing. I hate you. Well, yeah. and not to make this a, like an Aaron Rodgers segment. No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> but a- I mean, a- wrong. if if he hadn't won that Super Bowl early in his career, I think it was like third or fourth year in. Yeah. Is he the same guy? Because it's a lot easier to just say, I want the most money knowing it's going to hurt my roster. I'm going to be a dick for all things considered. When I, at the end of the day, when I hang him up, I got a championship. I was yeah. the MVP versus the guy that doesn't have it He's, and is hunting for it. Yeah. And I also think like he wasn't that guy. And then he was just like, all right, man, draft that quarterback. You got it. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm retiring. And then he was like, you know what? I don't have to retire. I was. I could ruin him. I would screw you every year. Let's do it. No, I was genuinely thinking about it. And Aaron Rodgers might be my most like love hate relationship player in the NFL. Nah, I hate him. He (laughs) that checks out. NFC North. The dude throws arguably the best throw, like motion, spiral, everything in football. Like it's disgustingly sexy. It just is. Yeah. I mean, his throwing motion is not the best. I'll tell you that. I love it. Is it's beautiful. So I love his I mean, throwing his motion. Beautiful. I hate his it. balls. Beautiful. Yeah. His throwing motion is not. Beautiful. I love him off the field. Who's better? I think. I don't know. Just him as like his persona and everything, like in Sucks. the real world, is great. But for whatever reason, <laughs> I just think like a fo- as a football teammate, like I would never want to play with you. No. Yeah. Devontae Adams no. wanted to die with him. I would have got him ten. Love it. Last dance. <laughs> Uh, okay. So you love him because you don't take showers. Rant over. Yeah. Let's go back to being a mile away from the draft because I want to talk Are about you parlaying that into something or I just did the Bama, Georgia, that hot take got parlayed into Aaron Rodgers because uh, I thought you were actually mirrors, giving us a parlay. No gotcha. smoke, smoke and mirrors with the teams. Yeah. Green Bay picks from the oddballers that technically turn out better in most cases. Do they turn out better or does Aaron Rodgers just carry that team? Uh, let's move on. So, because <laughs> if they were better defensively, they would probably no more time <laughs> not give up as many points. But just speaking on the draft itself, uh, it just feels like another event where if like Barstool or somebody new with like fresh blood took over, it could just be a lot more fun. Uh, it's the opening with Chris Angel and just twisting around six thousand times to fall out of a straitjacket. I don't know what you're doing, but I don't want it. Like I want. What are you talking? That's what opened with the NFL draft. Did you not see that? No, I didn't watch it. He did some weird thing. I didn't know it. I didn't watch the they, first part. Because you got Chris of it, Angels. They David started. Blainard bust. He's man. in Vegas, man. Watch it. He literally just spins for six minutes, and did the jacket just like falls off. Did he get out of it? Honestly, I think he gave us the cheat code on how to get out of straight jackets. You just get dizzy, and it eventually just falls off. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think some of this has to do. Don't get me wrong. I like a lot of people on Barstool too, but yeah. you just want the people from Barstool to do something. Like you, you're not going to do anything crazy for the draft. You're going to listen to a pick. You're going to discuss it. And you're going to talk about the next pick. But I think again, it's the classic. Like they just think everything has to be serious or like on this level, and it doesn't. Like you can have fun. You just want to swear. That's all. Honestly, that's all you want. You want the broadcast just to drop f bombs. Get him PG. Get him rated R. I don't know, but I said it's the classic older guy showing up to parties thinking he's still cool, and it's like, no, you're just fucking old. Like, just go home. Like, let somebody else run this show because again, the NFL is the most lucrative sports thing in the world. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Or at least America. Like, you're. It's just a golden missed opportunity every year because it's been ran the same way. No. I think yes. I think the sport itself is what carries the draft because the draft after 
arguably even the first like 10 picks is just fucking snoozeville. Well, depending on the class. I hate it. But that that right there is my exact point. What does it matter if somebody else is doing it? Because it'll be entertaining. How? It, How do you change the draft? 90% bullshit, but it entertains me. <laughs> All right, you're, port, you're Portnoy right now, and you're going to make a bid for the draft because yeah. you have this fantastic idea. Yeah. What are you going to do? Aiden Hutchinson going number two. Holy fucking shit, he slipped. This is insane. This guy fucks. Michigan guy going, staying in Michigan, going to Detroit. I love it. And then you throw in some fun, stupid facts of like, one. there was one semester he went on an incredible run. He took a girl home eight out of ten nights. It was insane. Who do you think why is what? Why can't Barstool just do that? They've tried. But why can't they just do that? What do you mean? Like they just have a simultaneous broadcast of the draft. Hey, they they, watch they, the they can do their own thing. And they give you the rundown. No, I think there's rights or something. No, yeah, no, there's not. They could like we could watch the draft right now and have a video, and we could just recap the picks and do exactly what you did and yeah. post it online. As long as you're not showing it, oh, we should have done that. You just did it, then you just do it. Because literally, all you draft. did was just you said a couple f bombs about <laughs> yeah. Aiden Hutchinson, and you made up a story. Livens it up, but but you're, I don't think the audience. What you're not understanding, and it's again, it's because we don't have it. We haven't seen it yet. You haven't heard it yet. So you have nothing to compare it to. So you want to stay with what's safe and what's friendly. I get it. I'm, I feel the same way for a lot of things. However, had Barstool gotten their bowl game, I think you would have seen an insane shift in the tide. No way. People would have been like, oh my God, they just did everything that everybody talks about as a consumer, as a, as a fan, versus just what all these, again, corporate bigwigs are like, this is how it's got to be. But that's the thing, though. Like, you're saying no. every fan. I don't think every no. fan wants yeah. to hear that kind of commentary. And that's the only thing they're going to do different. You just want the personalities of three or four people from Barstool. Which, yeah. again, I like listening to them as well. But there's tons of people that would probably be turned off by it. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're just going to broadcast a football game. They're not changing that aspect of it. Yeah, you can't change the football game. You just change the broadcaster. That's fine. I get it. Just wait and see. That's all I'll say. All right. Okay. One last okay. thing on the draft. <laughs> one, la one last thing. Uh, I'll never understand the uh, fashion of the short length pants with loafers and no socks. Love it. I don't understand it. What do you mean? It's got to go. You know, like the the pant like the the joggers that almost look like pants. No, I know what that oh, is. Okay. I, just to I was like, there's no way you don't know. No socks, loafers. The They're back. no show socks. They have socks on. They're just no show. I know uh, the back of their heels are bloodied and beaten. They're no show socks. They're wearing socks. They just don't show. That's why they're called no show socks. Just put socks on. I. It's a trend that I just have never understood. That might be an old fashioned traditional thing for me, but it's like I just don't get it. Which is weird because like you die by skinny jeans, and this is just like the stepbrother of it. This no. is like the dressy skinny jean. No, I love skinny dress jeans. Skinny dressy jeans, but like I want them to touch my shoe. What's the hardball? He's like, hey, coach, why don't you bite your pants down to your shoes so they can potty? Like, I don't need my pants. I don't need to show off my ankles. Some people have good ankles, man. Some I do. I watched in the whole draft. Nobody had good ankles. Best I saw was a hard three, soft four. I'll show you tomorrow. Scale one to ten. Soft six. <laughs> Shitty ankles. That's, okay. how, that's how I draft off of ankles. <laughs> so about the draft. Yes. Back on track. Right, because we're talking about, obviously, the whole shift and the tide and the, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, stuff like that. Yes. We all sit here from afar. One could argue a mile away and yes. look at it. If you were in the GM spot and you're in the war room, mm -hmm. 
I love the war room. That's just a cool name for like, a room. Like, do you have a hard and fast rule about like deal breakers? Like, I th- I can't draft this guy. He could be good, but I just can't do it based off of like X, Y, and Z. Whether it's character issues, injury history, doesn't fit the team. Everybody says he's not a team guy. Like whatever it is, like are you going to be like I'm not wavering from that position and I could miss out on guys, but I'm probably not going to do anything that's going to be detrimental to my team. I would say injury history is definitely a huge bugaboo for me. If I was a GM, I'd be like, "All right, that's yeah. probably one of like the biggest things. Character issues, I mean, I would probably get a lot of perspectives on that yeah it's got to depend on like the character she's like is he going out party and getting in fights all the time is he just like not showing up to class is he just like a bad fit in the locker room just like what are massages like what are those things you know what i mean character wise i'd probably look past it depending on the talent (laughs) i would argue that if you know i think it's hard no that's what she said if things came out um and you found out like behind the scenes stuff I bet there are a lot of people that get passed up on for just purely personal, like, hey, you oh, came yeah. in here in the meeting and you were a dick to us from what we thought. I'm not picking you. Oh, just yeah. to prove a point, just to look tall. Yeah. You're saying you would do that? You're saying you think people do do people that? I think do, people do do that. Do do that, yeah. 100%. Do do? Do do? Do do? Yeah. No, I would... To me, it just seems like it's one of those... I guess I love the GM question because I was thinking about this too. There are not enough people... And I don't care who you are. If you're the Bamas, you're the Clemsons, you're the these powerhouses, there's not enough scouts. There's not enough people to just find players. Like you're inevitably going to miss players. And I can only imagine it happens at the same level at the NFL where it's like, I can only have so many guys go look at these people. And when they relay this message to me, it's like the telephone game. Something's going to get lost in translation or it's going to get you know changed um, in some way, shape or form. And it's like you're gonna miss out on Cooper Cup that goes in the third round because oh, yeah. you your one guy was like, Hey, I've seen all I need to see. I don't need to check this guy out. Like I know uh, he's on the, the docket, but I don't need to. He's a little slow. I mean, he's a good route runner, undersized, yeah. not and, gonna make it in there. You're like, Well, what's his numbers? Oh, the best in college football <laughs> ever. ever? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean that doesn't equate to nothing. He's D two. You're just like Exactly. You don't get it, you're fired. And that's where I just think it's always cool when these guys like are diamonds in the rough because to me it's like I don't think any of them truly could be considered diamonds, but I mean that in a good way. It's just, yeah. I don't think I there's feel a, like, that's like the best part of the draft though. Yeah. Like just praying your team gets a guy in like the fourth or fifth round. that's going to make a huge impact when you're like, yeah, obviously you draft somebody in the first round. You're like the expectations there. You're like, this guy's got to be good. Yeah. Otherwise it's a bust. So you get like a third or fourth or the sixth. If you get them back far enough and you're just like, Nice. Yeah, because here's the thing. Do you think I would argue I That's would rather be Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter than than uh, Kenny Pickett? No, you have the chip on your shoulder right out of the gate. Nobody's expecting anything from you. It's possibilities are endless for you or Kenny Pickett. All you can do is fall. Well, there's about seven million reasons why I'd rather yeah. be Kenny Pickett oh. from that first round salary. Speaking of the draft, so I did not realize uh, the more, you know, the only I shouldn't say the only reason you take a quarterback in the first round. It's the only time you get the fifth-year option. I yeah. did not know that. So valuable. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Which is also a testament to see just how bad these teams thought these quarterbacks were. Exactly. Like, they're not even trading up for that option and yeah. taking a chance. They're just like, But nope. that's where I think it plays into but your— I think, like, people just, like, 
were like, hey, man, that's where you heard the rumors where it's like nobody's getting a quarterback. And you're like, nobody's getting a quarterback? I don't got to get a quarterback? Right. I don't got to waste up that time to get that quarterback? When I think everybody's it's just like, oh, yeah, man. Kenny Pickett goes to the Steelers at number 20, and you're like, seen that coming. Kid from Pittsburgh stays in Pittsburgh. All right. And now it's like, all right, where's the next guy going? Oh, third round? But that's where, no. So I think Tennessee and Atlanta, maybe they could just be horrible GMs. I don't know. Are they true? I I mean, that's not a horrible GM just to get, like, if you get a first round quarterback in the third round, I think that's awesome. No. So hear me out. Are they trying to shift the tide in the sense of quarterbacks? No. Are they trying to do where you get the wide receivers now and you sign them? They just take their quarterback for four years. They refuse to even have this whole debate in the fifth year, the holdout, the franchise tag stuff. They're like, we got you for four, man. Like, take it or leave it. Yeah. And Here I we think, go. I think people are just like, yeah, man, like we've seen it play out and like teams try to draft quarterbacks and it sets you back so yeah. far back. Yeah. So they're just like, take the risk or take a piece that will build just in case next year CJ Stroud just freaking goes nuts or Bryce Young just goes nuts. And you're just like, yeah, okay, they actually are first round talent. They actually are about to do the thing. And you're like, okay, let's grab them. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Yep. Like it's just crazy to think about. Like if you we, if we play the careers out and just say they're not, you know, like all pros or anything like that, and they're just regular dudes. Maybe they don't even make it to the second contract. Where it goes back to like there was the not the rumors, but it was the debate between like is San Francisco going to take Alex Smith or are they going to take Aaron Rodgers? And he fell all the way to the twenties. I don't care how the career played out, but like in this situation, there was a lot of people that were pegging Willis to go to Pittsburgh and it turned out to be Pickett. And it's like if all three of their careers, including the other Ritter, like just don't amount for anything. Just the fact that Pittsburgh took me instead of you, like my contract is worth way much more. Yeah. Even if we all suck, it was a coin flip basically who they took and I just lucked out. Yeah. That's crazy. Because usually the drops aren't this extreme, like one to the third round. So you're just talking yes. strictly money at this point. Yeah. Well, I, I'm saying just in this rare scenario. Yeah. But All no, three your of point. Them are trash. Yeah. Somebody's trash. Because it's a coin flip. Money. I'm trash with a budget or with yeah. a bank account. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. I didn't even forget. But if it know. like carries <laughs> out that Malik Willis actually lives up to the potential that everybody talks about, then that's now a steal. That's like a Russell Wilson third round steal. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the the first round of the draft is what sells tickets. Second and third round is what wins the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's what it's just – it, you see it all the time, and I just – Unless you're defensive players for Green Bay, because then you have to be drafted <laughs> in the first round. Exactly. No, I was doing uh, some very intense research, uh, and when I say intense, it was like skimming the uh, headers in Google. Nice. Some guy did research on the amount of first-round picks that are busts. Do you want to take a wild guess what that percentage is, roughly? Of quarterbacks or just first-round draft picks? First-round draft picks. Uh, 38.2%. 47. It's a little bit over 50%. All right. But it's pretty crazy when you shake it all down. So he takes the whole first round, and basically picks one through five are about roughly 70 to 75%. Busts? No, that are oh. that are on. <laughs> yeah, like, so this this will all average out. But as it goes down, it takes like kind of monumental like steps down to where when you get to I think like eleven to fifteen, it's down to like fifty, and then you go another five or six picks down, it drops another twenty percent. So I mean, it is kind of crazy that, you know, depending where you are in the first round, like it is truly boomer bust. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the and That's yeah. why it's like these guys that are GMs, like the job would be insane. 
Because as much as they play the season out, yeah, like if you're not probably like week six, a chance to win the Super Bowl, it's full on draft mode. Oh yeah, like you're looking like who am I going to get? Who am I going to save my job? And like that's wild to me because some of these teams, depending on what's happened, you may have one pick in two rounds, oh, or you yeah. may have three picks in in two rounds, and it's like I've been spending eight months for these 15 minutes that I get to make a pick. Hot take. I think that's just lazy. Like as an organization, especially now you have 18 weeks, like why don't you try and do something to turn it the fuck around? What, what I'm might- not saying they don't say, let's try to win games. I'm just saying if you're the Jaguars and it's week four, you're probably not thinking we can turn this around. We're Super Bowl bound. It's Trevor Lawrence. He's your guy, right? Two years, baby. Two years. Uh-oh. Well, you got one down. So this one's the next one. I said three years. Watch out. MVP ballot. Two years, three years. That. I can't keep track of this guy. Yeah. Beat the Colts, though. Kept him out of playoff. Yeah, yeah. he did. All but right. anyway, so to go on to yeah. the the bugaboo of the injuries. Okay. How that would be a thing. Yeah. Start your thing. I got to pee. Yeah. So the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. as you know. Do you think they panicked when they saw three wide receivers get taken off the board in a row? It was two because we took the third. Oh, yeah. Um. I don't think so because I I think they and again it goes back to what we talked about they probably had enough intel where I think a lot of draft prospects had him going late first because of the injury yeah but when they saw the run they probably were like okay we need to make a move here and my thing is <laughs> if you move up 20 spots and you get rid of the 32nd pick and the 34th pick, and then you swap a third a year from now, that's a move a Super Bowl contending team makes. Not a team that has to rebuild its roster. Yeah. Not to mention, you take a player that has a torn ACL. And what is his job? Run. Running and catching. On the ACL, just so everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. No injury. People are talking about this was probably head and shoulders the best wide receiver in the draft. However, there was an injury. Yeah. So well, I went. I in, so I went in and looked at it actually. So there was a study according to the Orthopedic Journal of Sports Medicine. I trust him with my whole heart. Yep. And <laughs> yep. From 2013 to 2017, there were 43 wide receivers that tore their ACL. Okay. Of those 43. They eliminated a couple down because some happened in the preseason. Some never wanted to win to play pro or pro football. There were 29 of them. Okay. Of those 29, okay. 20 of them did okay. what's called an RTP, which is return to playing. Okay. 69%. Hello. Hey. Mm. Which seems <laughs> like it's a high rate. However, of that 69%, 80 of that saw a decrease in performance statistics in targets, receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. Somewhere in there, you should have went back to like the numbers of the wide receivers versus the percentage because I got lost from the 69% well, like to 80 20 of them. 20 so of like the 29 60, returned so 60, to play. Yep. Yeah. And, that and was of those 20... 16 decreased 80%. Or, in, in their statistics. Decreased Fuck. to 80%. Right. Good for you doing that math yes. quick. And we traded up... <laughs> 20 spots to get one Yeah, for a team that, again, as much as I love the Lions, Jared and Goff, I think we are going to be better, sucks. I don't know if when he does get healthy, if he 
because I mean, people were comparing him to like they said this is the closest thing to Tyreek that has come out because of how fast he is. Whoop de doo I don't know that Jared uh, Goff. I don't know that Jared Goff can get him the football. <laughs> yeah, could throw that far. Uh, you want to know? Perfect segue. Here's my hot take. Quit metaphorically sucking these guys' dicks over their forty time. Uh, respectfully, I, I get it. Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, came back in a year, and won the rushing title and the MVP. Adrian Peterson was a He's freak of different. nature. He's an alien. Yeah. So if you're comparing yourself to that, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Come November, when he is scheduled to make his return, I hope I am on this podcast apologizing to the Lions brass and saying you guys knew more than I did. I just think Eric, we, talking to you. we could have done a little bit better with pick 32 and 34 than what we had to give up to get this guy. I right. think you guys honestly just suck one more year and get the QB spot secured next year in the draft because then in theory you would have three of the or two of the three most important positions locked down. Oh, yeah. If Aiden's not a bust, you get a QB, all you need is a left tackle, and you are Gucci. They got the corner, right? <laughs> Jeff Akuda. Well, I did see uh it just came up on Twitter just a, a snapshot of twenty twenty three and apparently they have us picking sixth. Okay. Drafting CJ Stroud. Hello. See? But here's what I don't Could care. you imagine both of you guys having Ohio State quarterbacks? That's awesome. And the no. same. I love it. Huh? I but, love it. No, because that means my team sucks. But don't you remember mm. Robert Meachie on the same Alabama team? Yes. Tore his ACL a game before Jameis Winston tore his ACL. Yeah. But nobody, he got in the third round. Yeah. And I thought he was the best wide receiver going in that That's season. That's what I'm for saying. Alabama. Yeah. I, it's this whole wide receiver thing now. Like they just panicked. I just, I truly think it goes back to, again, there are, I, I'm not trying to sit here and say that like I go to the fucking combines and know what I'm talking about. It's pure ignorance. These drills are not football. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, they're not playing in real time game situation shit give me a cooper cup that runs what looks like a five flat 40 but when he catches the ball he gets the yak he's a yak guy i yeah. want yak shit i want guys taking well, it to the Devante house adams came out and said hey for all you young guys out there stop making instagram videos you guys doing the cone drill yeah work on your routes yeah honestly. catch the football make mo the move yeah. you make after the catch crucial do that move you Show can't everybody your first step because it's your first steps most crucial. <laughs> and if you can just juke the corner off the line, buddy, you're going to get that ball. Yeah, you're going to get that ball. That's going to give you that split second. These quarterbacks are firing that pigskin and that <laughs> fire that pigskin. <laughs> fire that pigskin. But that's where it's like last thing I'll say on the 40 rant because it just really drives me crazy. Run fast. Well, just go do track and field. Go to the Olympics or something like put it to good use. Like I'm not saying, you know, you have this great gift of speed. But fuck, man, you have to put in so much more to your craft to be a wide receiver than just run fucking fast. So you say the 40 doesn't matter? One could argue it doesn't matter. It's like sacks. Jeez, I forgot. I'm going to start a list of things that don't matter in football. <laughs> Let's see what we get to. Right now, it's your 40 time and uh, sacks and what was it? Tackles for loss? Something I like think that. your 40 time equates to the football field it yes it shouldn't in be as prevalent as like it is it shouldn't be like the most important thing that everybody's like oh the 40 time oh the 40 time oh the 40 time yeah but yeah being fast in a game where you have to be bigger faster stronger yeah that's one of the three things you should probably be fast they're just busting in that you war room they're just like do you guys see that four two almost a four one but oh i'm my saying God. you should be fast though 
If my defensive line, if my defensive lineman, and just got the richest contract, whatever. But see, and that's where it's about context for me. Like Tyree Kill, if I draft a wide receiver and he fucking blows the combine up with the fastest forty, I'm probably jazzed. If I'm looking at a defensive tackle and he runs a crazy forty time for a defensive tackle, I just give him a high five. Good job, man. I'd be pretty jazzed. Like I'm not gonna like up oh, picking you ten spots early because you ran a four seven instead of a four nine as a two hundred ninety pound lineman. What if you want a four four? We're going down a rabbit hole. I'd but say maybe we need to change your body. You might be playing safety. <laughs> but I got one more hole to go in. Hello. So, that's what she said. <laughs> I feel like we filled all the draft holes. There are many rules, few exceptions. There are no rules. <laughs> no. There are exceptions. And their name is Miles Garrett. When somebody looks like that and plays football, I don't care how average you are. Something tells me you're going to be really good. You're just a freak of nature. Like, I need you on my football team. You saying Aaron Donald don't look like that? Aaron Donald, also the exception. One of them, where it's like... So there's multiple exceptions? Exceptions? Yeah. I mean, but there's not a lot. There's just a couple. Yeah. Like, I mean, DK Metcalf looks like he'd be really good. Prime Khalil Mack is one of like my favorite really examples. Khalil Mack, as a defensive edge rusher, single-handedly won a game against Green Bay because he was. They lost ju- that game. They lost that game. Who? We won the first half. The Bears we were beating the shit out of the first half. And then no, 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 I just said, "This is me." Maybe I'm thinking of a different game, but you get what I'm saying. But yeah, he got the pick six. Yeah, and then he sacked him like three more times. No, that's the game. Yeah, it's insane. Like. Yeah, you're a freak of nature. You're, I don't care what your times were, how fast you ran around cones, what your answers were in a pop quiz. Like, I'm drafting you. You know what I mean? But he was good at all of those things. Bonus. Like, he ran a good 40. <laughs> he did do the vertical. He did do the cones. He was top-notch in all of those things. My guy gets it. I think that's a draft. So I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. We're out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's a draft. What we're going to do now, uh, for Natalie out there, we are not going to leave the table. However, we are going to take a break <laughs> to maybe plug something here. So, Trav, yeah. tell us about the next segment and who's paying for it. Segment change. All right, next segment. Brady's back. Dot, dot, dot. Almost a dolphin, I say. Uh, brought to you by Elite Window Cleaning. Residential or commercial, don't matter. They will take care of you. Set up a reoccurring schedule so they can make sure that your windows are waxed and beautiful weekly or bi-weekly. Find them on their website, EliteWindowCleaningFW.com. Request a free quote. Have them come out. Give you a nice little smile. Maybe spit shine the windows. Boom. Elite Window Cleaning. So. Brady's back, apparently. Brady's back. Brady's bunch. We, the last time we had talked about Brady, he still was an active member of the Bucks. So it's been correct. A, it's been a minute. So He left and came back. Correct. In between our seasons. So I said... Ben with Simmons still hasn't touched a basketball, but that's near here or there. <laughs> that's love, a different pot. <laughs> I love it. So uh, this will be good for you, uh, Duck, because I think I told Skur a little bit about it on a phone call. So he's been retired for 40 days. I said, did Brady just give up football for Lent and just not tell anyone? <laughs> nice. <laughs> or did he use his 22 years worth of vacation days, assuming a player gets two added each year for their tenure? So he'd still have four days left to use. Or simply too many open mouth kisses with his kids. So he felt emasculated and he needed to go back and play football. Wait, he was emasculated by his kids open mouth kissing him? Yeah, like he needs to get... People started making fun of him. Yeah, like he's like, uh, you're kind of a pussy, dude. You're like Frenching your kids. This is weird. I think he's all right with that. <laughs> I think he, I think he just That's not the tired. question. That's I not think the he co- just got tired of them kids, dude. Okay. He was like, wait, this is what being at home is? Yeah, yeah. Fuck these kids. Yeah. 
Cause I gotta get out of here. I do find it weird that it was 40 days and Lent's 40 days, but I mean, obviously he didn't plan that. Um, I mean, yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> he was back before Easter, bud. Yeah. So here, uh, allegedly he was rumored to work in the front office um, at Miami, hence the almost a dolphin, moving back into an active QB spot uh, after a little bit and get uh, Sean Payton to sign on as the coach in Miami. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, I put here, it makes all the sense, um, or it makes a lot more sense as to why they added Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mozart, uh, Chase Edmonds, like all these pieces, and it's like, yeah, we're playing the long game here. We're doing some chess. And then I put here the uh, the lawsuit, the Brady rumors. So essentially like the Brian Flores lawsuit is what yeah. nixed everything. The Brady rumors, the accidental Belichick text. That's classic Bill Belichick, dude. He's a genius, That's dude. heads up play. Yeah. He knows what's going on. He's like, oh, I see what you guys are doing. Uh-uh. I put here. Not back in my division. Keeps my idea completely alive that a Netflix show about what truly goes on behind the scenes would be goaded. Nope. Yes. Buddy, that'll be like that 20 would, years from now, a last dance about that. Then, yeah. And it'll be, be fire. And it'll be tight. You but know what you else can't is fire? Now. What? Celtics won by 23. Game two. Yeah, they did. Series tied. There we go. Going What's to Milwaukee. Was it over 196? 86-109. Nope. So, nope. no bucket and a half. That's a tough. Beat. Here's my thing. I need <laughs> to know. Set, yes, that was no. set at two fifteen, man. Or no, I said at like two thirteen. I need to know what the parameters are in the fine print to when things can get quote unquote leaked or made into movies, shows, whatever. There is none, man. It's called a smoking gun. Smoking gun. I'm like sure somebody that- has to say, like, I don't care if I get in trouble for this. I'm gonna tell the story. Yeah. Like and when I'm your company's sure like fucking a, up and you go to the press and are like, hey, we sell defective printers. Like you're the smoking gun. That's a whistleblower. Nah, that's it's also an thing. episode in The Office. I know. That's, well, that's why I said <laughs> it. Sabre. So you, so you <laughs> could relate to it. Yeah. But And then it's like a statue of limitations and things like that. So yeah. like the production company is the one that's going to have to be worried about it. That dude's just going to be like, yeah, man, here's I'll give you whatever juicy deets you need but you know what i mean it's like one pay me that money before uh-huh. anything even really gets started you would have what one or two episodes of brian flores just getting 100k pushed under his door every day to be like buddy we need you to lose and then you have brian who's just an awesome coach is like get fucked i'm gonna yeah. win that just snowballs into bill belichick going you're fired congrats brother and he's like ah wrong brian <laughs> my bad JK. yeah like and then you find out that Brady was going to go there and there was just this whole agenda. Like, that's nuts. Stuff I mean, like that shouldn't be able assume, to happen. You would assume that there's got to be like some hand slapping coming down. I just watched a movie with Kevin James about Bounty Gate on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's got to You know what I mean? Chopin got suspended a year. You tell yeah. me the Dolphins organization it's insane. They just had a college player. I wish I could remember his name on uh, one of the podcasts, the oh, Will Compton, Bussin' with the Boys or whatever. Yeah, Will Compton. Yeah, and he was like, look, man, we all got ours there. Like, I forget what college it was, but insert, like, you know, top 25 yeah. uh, tier team. And he's like, you know, they didn't just straight up come give it to us, but they'd be like, hey, go to so-and-so's house. Tell them you're, you're here for lunch. And he's like, lunch would be 5, 10, 25K. He's like, I had lunch a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. But like the shit's just clearly happening. And I don't understand how we're still trying to put this like, I don't know, like shield around it where it's like, no, 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 no. Everything's good here. It's all good. Nothing. Well, now it's legal. 
Yeah, say so now those now the stories won't matter because it's just we're, we can that's pay. That's why you. you could tell those stories now because now it's like, I, yeah, it's not a problem. And he's I, like, yeah, I'm not gonna dick over my said team. It's just like, yeah, cool. Here's sanctions from 12 years ago when I played. Nah, they're right. just like, well, players are getting paid now, so hats off to them. Okay, so then here's the uh, the question I just came up with. I don't even have it written down. It's impressive. Wow. Would you want to be Tom Brady on the Bucks or Tom Brady on the Dolphins? Next year? I was yep. like going into the 2022 season? Yep. Bucks. They were a Cooper Cup pass away from going to the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then it's... But wouldn't you want to be in the same division as Bill Belichick again? I think that's the only reason you go to Miami. That's the to only just reason, fucking yeah. shit on Bill for two games a season. What happens if you lose? Oh, that's fine. Because I think Tom's at the point where it's like... Buddy, I got all the accolades. No, he does, but he if, ain't. if Bill beats him straight up. He didn't already. I know, but he has played yeah. twice now. Yeah. So yeah. If, if Bill wins both those games, now I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm 2-1 against you, bub. You talk about good TV. Give me those games. Yeah. Yeah. But I also would want to be in the no. NFC South. Yeah, he wants Super Bowls. I want to be in the AFC East. Oh, you know I, what I mean? I'm not trying to see Josh Allen twice a year. Your team is a Super Bowl champion and a pass away from another Super Bowl back-to-back. I think I'm going to stay with that nucleus, that, ke- that chemistry. But yes. What is Gronk coming back? Is Chris Godwin coming back? Is he going to be – was he 80% now? <laughs> he's, one of, he's 69% of the 80% <laughs> of the 20 go. people who came back from 43 people. Don't draft him. That's insane. Uh, Skr. Oh, no, wait. One last thing. I said, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> so I did hear uh, just a QB. Oh, I don't even know where I put it now. Uh, it's a David versus Goliath. So the David would be the NFC. The Goliath is the AFC because we are primed for just, if you're trying to win, you need to go to the NFC and you need to figure out how to get there. Um, but one could argue David being Matt Stafford, he beats Goliath. So, Although they're You're just saying it's easier in the NFC. Easier route. Yeah. Yeah. There's Whereas, two really good know, teams dude. in that NFC, though. Yeah. You don't know, dude. The AFC could just beat up on each other and then you just get lucky. Well, and that's why I said so. Oh, I didn't say anything yet. So you have Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joey B, Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, assuming he plays, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and then I put on the bubble, you have Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, shout out, and. Hell yeah, brother. And Tua Tavatatua. So, I mean, okay. where's Zach Wilson at? He's not making any of those lists. Where's Zach Wilson? I only put Tua there because of. <sighs> you couldn't the, say his last name? <laughs> that and the potential with Tyreek. I feel like a lot of people are kind of going to look for that all no, season. No, Matt Ryan. You love Matt Ryan. I do not. I gave That's him a C minus, remember? <laughs> but Just for showing up. <laughs> yeah, but in the <laughs> NFC, it's Stafford, Brady, and Rodgers, and that's it. And then on the bubble, I put Murray and Prescott. I, say, I think you have to put Dak on that list. Yeah, I do you think. You have to put Dak on that list. I put him in the bubble. No fields? You don't put him on the bubble. Dude. No fields. Dak is on the list. He's, I mean, he's fourth and like the gap's big. You know what I mean? It's not that big. Like they're, those it's three are on the podium. Prescott's like over on the side like, nice. At least like I got invited. Considering if it's a numbers game and not like winning big games, just numbers wise, Dak's on that list. But Sure. And I mean, if we want to get crazy here, if we just take Stafford and Brady... We have eight Super Bowls. Yeah. We have everybody you just named on the AFC with one. No, two. Who's the second one? Mahomes? Russell Wilson, bitch. Oh, I forgot. He's in the AFC now. Yep, that's right. The old switcheroos. Which, 
I don't think that's going to matter. There's a hot take there. I don't think Denver, like everybody's just <laughs> priming them to be this Super Bowl contender out of the gate, and I don't get it. Uh, this just in. <laughs> They're not. Chargers win that division. Like, just ugh, anybody but them. I don't. <laughs> anybody but them. I digress. Speaking of quarterbacks. Yeah. Um. So we're going to do a little segment here. Segment change? Yes. Yes. Because I think it has circled back <laughs> to the point where we're back. We're now so ba- back. <laughs> we're big break. <laughs> Speaking of being back, yeah. it has circled around now to where Baker Mayfield now is almost laughably underrated. Hundred percent. Oh man! And can't be on that team. Hundred percent. Can't be on that team. And it's not going to be for the Browns. I get that. However, he still is a giving, Brown. If you're giving me a healthy Baker Mayfield. These teams that are, again, like we just talked about, you're drafting quarterbacks in the yeah. third-plus round. Correct. This guy isn't better than that because I'm going to guess you could get Baker Mayfield, as we're about to discuss here, for about like a fifth-round pick. Nickel yeah. on the dollar. Yeah. So this is a little segment I like to call GM Jackie Moon. Yes. Corn dogs, Jackie. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know. SYC, I'll murder your family. <laughs> You said S M I C. Um, if you'd like, I would let one of you guys describe what was the trade that Jackie made. Uh, he traded a washing machine for Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Eddie, I forget his name. Yeah, shooting guard, point guard, right? One could argue it was a steal. Okay, yeah. so I wrote down here six teams that did not draft. I think the quarterback of their future. Okay. So, one being the way this segment's going to work. Jackie Moon calls you up, and this is what he offers you for Baker Mayfield, and I need to know if you make that trade. Okay. So first of all... Ring, ring. Yes, you are <laughs> you are Terry Fontenot, the GM for the Atlanta Falcons. Puke. And I'm Jackie Moon, and I say, hey, man, I know you just drafted Mr. Ritter from Cincinnati. So this is after the draft. Correct. Okay. Shout out, Ohio. And and spoiler alert, the, the I'm only going to do two that actually drafted a quarterback because the other people, there there's no way the quarterbacks they drafted are going to be on their team. No, yeah, you're fine. So I'm going to say, hey, I will trade you Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. and I you get to shave Trey Young's head. <laughs> I'm fucking in. <laughs> do you do that? 100%. No. So you're saying I would have to give up uh, Desmond Ritter for Baker, but I get to shave Trey Young's head. Correct. In. Where do I sign? Okay. In pen. That Trey Young has nothing to do with the Falcons. Trey his, Young's disgusting. His bad hair. Yeah, that's he, yeah, but it has nothing to do with my team. As a GM of the Falcons, I'm, I'm doing, looking out for the Falcons. I'm doing Trey do a favor. Trey. I'm, I'm doing Trey a favor. Okay, you Buddy, are just send Trey to Turkey like everybody else and get the hair transplants, man. He's got money now. Okay, you are now Scott Fitterer, the GM for the Carolina Panthers. Wow. I call and say, hey, Jackie Moon here. <laughs> Baker Mayfield for one dinner with Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend. Uh, a scale of one to ten. She's a nine. Hard, soft? Hard. Hard nine, okay. Sports Illustrated model of the year. She hot hot. I mean, I take that trade. There I'll you take go. That trade. Where's the dinner? The bees. <laughs> yes, Applebee's <laughs> neighborhood bar and grill. Okay. Uh, late night or early dinner? Uh, I think it depends how it goes. The one here in Fort Wayne, it's kind of crazy. After eleven, they actually turn the lights off or dim them heavily and just start playing hardcore rap music like it's a club. Really? I, I kind of respect Which it. Which one is that? Off Coliseum. That checks out actually. <laughs> I love it. Uh, $1 vodka 
Raspberry lemonades, dude. <laughs> Turn yeah. it up. <laughs> uh, so I'm getting a hot date with a girlfriend, or I stick with Big Drew Locke. No, they have Sam Darnold. Yeah, I'm doing. Oh, ba- Carolina. Yes. Yeah, I'm Wait, doing. I thought they they drafted Matt Carroll. They don't got to give up Matt Carroll. No, no, he's in the deal. Yeah, Matt yeah. Carroll too. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'll take Baker Mayfield. Okay, I'll take the trade. You are John Snyder, the GM of the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. So the deal here is Baker Mayfield for you get to walk over and take the 2003 national championship ring off of Pete Carroll's finger and keep it forever. Love that deal. Yeah, I'll take that deal. I think you should also be able to. So I'm going to modify the trade, send it back to you, Jackie. You let me know if you like Ooh, it. The renegotiation. Yeah, the uh, renegotiate. Yep. Uh, you're not allowed to post Marshawn's beast quake beast mode run. Ever again. I'm sorry. Hot take. I'm overseeing that. Who does it hurt, though? I don't need to see your 7-9 and nine Seahawks run over the New Orleans Saints in some wild card BS. That was a good run, though. Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's it's like that's all Seattle has anymore. And I'm like, just... I, I take that deal. For the ring, I'll get rid of that highlight. I don't care. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Trade accepted. All right. You are now, Nick. Can't believe you just took away Marshawn. Casaliano, the GM for the Texans. Baker Mayfield for David Mills' neck. A one year supply of unlimited massages. <laughs> uh full body? I mean, depends on what you say, I guess. The hot rock kind. You throw in three years of barbecue, I'm in it. <laughs> Texas barbecue, let's go. Yeah, I was going to say, there's got to be some sort of food. We're in Texas, brother. Texas forever. And uh, I get to hang out with Matthew McConaughey one day a week. Oh, I got it. Okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> We're going to renegotiate. So, barbecue, full barbecue, full body. Matthew McConaughey for a year has to be our friend. Jason Street's wheelchair. <laughs> I need a first round pick in Baker. I've given up too much there. Was it the wheelchair that set you over? <laughs> yeah, uh, you can have a first. Uh, so now you are Mickey Loomis of the Saints. Okay. Uh, it is Baker Mayfield for a lifetime supply of po'boy subs from Bourbon Street. Mm. I love Jameis too much. I kind of just want to see his comeback. The comeback's greater than the setback. Trade denied, Jackie. Uh, I shut it down. If you make me the like the grandmaster of the Mardi Gras, then yeah, you got a deal. I thought about putting some Mardi Gras. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Wait. Actually, I take it back. Take it back. Beads. Boots. So, po' boys, sandwiches, whatever the hell you said. I get my own float, and it can be whatever I want. Every Mardi Gras for the rest of my life. No. no. That's too much. That's egregious. Five years? <laughs> I'll give you one float, one year. Front of the parade or the caboose? Middle back. Ooh. <laughs> That's where the party is. Uh, decline. <laughs> okay, and finally, <laughs> you are Joe Schoen from the New York Giants. Okay, this could be fun. I'm giving you the washing machine mm-hmm. and the full list of all the women that Derek Jeter snuck up to his apartment that you and you alone will know outside of Derek Jeter. You talk about a black book. Uh For Baker Mayfield. FYI, real quick, just to know full details of the trade, uh, top loader or front loader? Uh, It's a front loader. Okay. It's quiet. That's a huge plus. Is it just a washing machine or is it a stack? Do I get two? Uh, 
No stack. Is it a new like Samsung washer and dryer in the Or is one? the classic just all white and there's just no brand? No. Brand new front-loading Samsung washing machine. No dryer, but Daniel Jones. He's already on my team. No, you're getting rid of him. Oh. Danny Dimes did? Sounds like a blessing. All right, but I get one week in a Central Park West penthouse. <laughs> what can we do with the list of uh, hussies? Nothing. This is just for you to know. I kind of still like it. Yeah, I'll take it. I need the season in the Central Park West apartment. <laughs> yeah, that too. So and what's crazy is that I think these are the type of scenarios that I like. It. Baker's better than what is happening to him. Yeah, this he, is insane. He is. He's not. He's trash. I hate him. He's. If he's he not an all pro, but he's better than what is happening. Would you take Baker Mayfield over Kenny Pickett? Uh, hell, and again, all this is predicated on a healthy Because I would take Kenny Baker Pickett Mayfield. over the uncertainty of Baker right now. No, you get a, you get a healthy Baker. Then I would take Baker. Nah, I still give me Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I've seen what Baker Mayfield's done for four years. It's not that good. Hot stuff? Not impressed. Well, I mean, he took the Browns to Super Bowl, so that's a, or to the playoffs, so that's at least a C plus. C no, plus. that's C minus. But then it should be a plus because he got a – no, it's a B minus because he got a win. Nah. He did then, get a win. He but then the wide receiver's Pittsburgh. dad came out and just was like, hey, man, this guy can't see. My son's wide open. Oh, but you know what actually detracts it and makes it a C plus, and I'll leave it at that because that seems fair? It's the fact that Chad Henney went Henney mode and beat him, and you have to win that game when Chad Henney is the starting quarterback. Talk about Chad Winnie. <laughs> Baker didn't play defense. That guy. I guess. I think that was 39. That was girthy. That was girthy. It Healthy. was full throttle. No, so... 12 inches. I mean... Oh, right. Think about it. So, at this point, I imagine not a lot of people are still listening, but I just want to talk to you guys. We need to think of... Or what we're going to do this season for girthy football is just have actual, like, weekly segments and just do the pickums and everything like this during this episode versus at the back end of, like, our fun comedy one because it just seems it would make more sense. So, there'd just be multiple episodes a week. Correct. So, like... People that want to hear the funny, the everything about our lives, whatever. Yep. They still get that. And then if you degenerates out there want to know what to bet on, yes. you can fade Travis. <laughs> you can go 500 with Skr. Or, or you could be fucking Super rich Bowl champions with Skr. <laughs> and then I'm going to do a... I'll post a survey, too, to figure out what day people want it. <laughs> Every day, baby. When yeah. do you want it? I would imagine so it sounds to like to the fans, Thursday, you just, right? you just oh, said yeah. that Depending you're going to give them more Thursday content. Games. That checks out, yeah. Maybe okay, you're right. Also, do you guys even want more content? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. Email us, DM us. Yeah, that's it. Episode 39. Send us out, Dot. Hold on. Before that, 39 is in the books. However, okay. next week, though, there's going to be a little madness. Ooh. Of the multiverse. There's Don't, a big Marvel movie. Don't you know we're strange. fans of it. We're going to bring you a little something next week. Stay tuned. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. Don't see it. Spoiler alert. We're, we're going to spoil gonna it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, also, let us know how your teams did in the draft. Do you like your picks? Does Carson Wentz deserve all the bash that Travis gives him? Let us know. We're out of here. Bye. Two dads, one dad. Podcast. <laughs> Girthy football. <laughs>